Hi pals, my name is Dominic and this is DC Talks for the Week, January 28th, 2019. So you're getting audio from my mobile recording studio. So hopefully uh, things will sound fine this week as I want to make sure we didn't miss a day while I was on the road. While I'm on the road, I've been thinking more about streaming services and how people are saving money using streaming services. And this is actually on the top of mind for a lot of people. So this week, we'll take a little deeper dive into cord cutting and streaming services and saving money and kind of the mindset around cord cutting and not necessarily just what is the streaming service where you could find your favorite show. There's lots of services that offer that information, but the recent articles that I've been reading about how streaming costs have finally caught up with the cost of cable is now making an interesting conversation for a lot of households as they determine why was I cord cutting? And what is it that I hope to accomplish by doing that? I really want to dive deeper into that. So today, just kind of talk at a high level about that. Originally, a lot of people cut the cord because they were interested in saving money. Cable costs, as notoriously have been for the last 10 years, prices just continue to go up and up, up. The amount of service that you get stays flat. And in fact, in a lot of cases, you lose channels. So things like FX which decided to take certain shows over to his new FXX channel, things like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, weren't available then on the lower tier cable packages. And so then you had to upgrade to a higher tier. And so people's cable bills continue to climb to about $110 now. And a lot of people just got fed up with paying that amount of money for what they felt was very little value. You can only watch it on your TV. You couldn't watch it on a phone or a tablet. You couldn't watch it on your computer. You couldn't watch your recordings via remote. So you were left in a scenario where you felt like you were paying $110 for being tethered to a TV. And along come streaming services, and they offer you can watch it wherever you want to, including the new fancy over-the-top TV boxes that make it so that you can have also Netflix and YouTube and Hulu and any of the other streaming services that were on your TV. And so it became a natural fit that people wanted a cable-like experience, but be able to offer it through a cheaper price because you would only pay for the things that you actually wanted. And that's fantastic in theory if all you wanted was certain shows. But as we've hit this kind of quote-unquote golden age of television, the problem is is that people want to watch everything and everything. So if Star Trek Discovery gets released and it's on CBS All Access, and then you still want to watch episodes of The Office and Friends, which are on Netflix, and then Game of Thrones on HBO, now the amount of streaming services you have to be subscribed to continues to climb and climb and climb. And next thing you know, you're paying $100 a month for streaming services. From my position and my opinion as a cord cutter for the last 10 years, the thing that's caught me was I always wanted to save money. And there's no way that you can save money, get access to everything, have it available everywhere. That's just not going to be a thing forever. And now we're finally there where companies can charge a premium for their service and people are aware of how much money they're actually spending. You can see the game that they were playing that if we keep the cost low, it'll get people in. And then once they're in, it's easier to raise prices on those accounts. It's easier to raise prices over the long term when you see the value. So here we are. A lot of people really value the content that's coming out from every one of these platforms. And now you have to subscribe to 100 different networks. The challenge then becomes people I've heard complaining is that 
how many subscription services do I need to be signed up for? I'm getting subscription fatigue by being signed up to so many things. Well, the solution to that is, is cable. And that's why there's still a use for cable in this world is that you are able to subscribe to a, a single platform. It get, gives you access to everything and you pay just one bill. Now that one bill is expensive, but that's what the whole point of cable is, is that it's an aggregator that puts everything into a single place. And then you can just watch whenever you want to, whatever you want to. And now with modern cable on any device you want to, you can get Cox or Comcast or whatever have you on an Apple TV or a Roku. You can watch it on your phone. You can watch cloud DVR programs. That's what cable exists for. Now I'm not a cable, I'm not defending the cable companies. They are a bunch of jerks. There's no question about that. If you want access to everything at any time on any device, most cable companies provide that to you. The question is, is do you need that? And if you're interested in saving money, that means you're going to have to give up something. And that's where a lot of people are finding it really difficult now, if I'm projecting on other people, that I still want access to everything, but what I am paying is too expensive. Can you please stop putting your shows like The Handmaid's Tale exclusively on Hulu or Game of Thrones exclusively on HBO and I have to sign up to 15 different services. Why can't I just sign up to one service that handles all of that? That's cable. That's what cable does. That's the benefit of having cable. Now, if you want to manually be able to turn things on and off, that's what our streaming current system sets up for is that you could turn something on for a month, get caught up, turn it off. That's what I did with Stars to get caught up with Ash versus Evil Dead. That is something that's really nice. But it's not for me per se. I don't like to do that as a cord cutter for the last 10 years. I don't like to sign up for streaming services. And I hate to tell y'all, anyone who calls themselves a cord cutter but has YouTube TV or Sling or PlayStation View, you're a cord transitioner. You move to a different service. You're still getting cable. Those are cable replacement services. Those aren't streaming cord cutting services. To me, cord cutting is you don't have streaming systems. You're not able to watch TV in the traditional manner. And so cut the cord to save money and you're consuming less or you're consuming internet exclusive content. In my opinion, CBS All Access and Star Trek Discovery is not internet exclusive content. That is a cable show provided by a cable network on a cable streaming services or in CBS's case, a over the top or a, a OTA service because you can pick up CBS with your antenna. I know you can't get Star Trek Discovery on your antenna, but just I just comment on the. I know I get it. Okay, I get it. I get it. It's not a cable channel, but it's also not an OTA channel because Star Trek Discovery is not on there. What I'm trying to say is that you're not. That's still provided by one of the classic cable providers or network providers. When I think of cord cutting, I think of watching YouTube creators, Twitch creators podcasts, those types of things that you transition your viewing habits. For me, when I cut the cord, I actually consume such little content now that I boil it down to like just a couple of shows that I own and then a whole bunch of web content, a lot of YouTube channels and podcasts and things like that. So I don't think of cord cutting as getting a cable replacement service through a streaming package. That's not cord cutting. You're just, you just got cable. You just have it through a different service. And that's totally fine. Like I was saying, if you want to have access to anything and everything at any time, that's what cable is for. And you just bolt on HBO or whatever have you onto that single bill that makes it nice and easy. I want to talk more in 
depth about where you can find cheaper content throughout this week, where you can get free content like IMDb's Free Dive, what Plex is talking about, about adding new free TV shows and movies to their platform on top of their podcasts and the news offerings. So for the people who really want to save money, stay tuned this week because I'm going to talk a lot more about the services that are out there, including these free TV and movie streaming packages, the library, and anywhere else that you can get content. Thanks for listening today, pals. I'll be back tomorrow. See you later.